what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. When a person puts on a uniform, you can tell if they're in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. You know what they stand for. Folks, it's time for us to put on the whole armor of God and take a stand so that the world out here knows who we stand for as well. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. have your Bibles this morning, would you turn with me please to the book of 1 Kings. The book of 1 Kings chapter 20. 1 Kings chapter 20 beginning in verse 1. 1 Kings 20 and verse 1, and Benadad the king of Syria gathered all his hosts together and there were thirty and two kings with him and horses, and chariots. And he went up and besieged Samaria, and warred against it. And he sent messengers to Ahab, king of Israel, into the city, and said unto him, Thus saith Benadab, Thy silver and thy gold is mine, thy wives also and thy children, even the goodliest, are mine. And the king of Israel answered and said, My Lord, O King, according to thy saying, I am thine and all that I have. I want to stop right there and use for a subject this morning. Don't give in to the enemy. It seems as though the events of this chapter occurred during a time that Elijah was running from Jezebel. Jezebel was out to kill him because... He had killed all 450 of her prophets of Baal. And a fear gripped his heart. And he gave in to that fear. And he allowed that fear to throttle him to run some 480 miles off into the wilderness. And let me just stop right there and say this today. When you give in to fear, ladies and gentlemen, it'll cause you to go and do things that's not according to the will of God. All of this was based on a lie. Elijah believed the lie of the enemy and That's our biggest problem today when you get down to it. We believe a lie, the lie of the enemy. Don't believe the lie of the enemy. Believe what the Word of God says. But be that as it may, Elijah, he came to a cave in Horeb, the Mount of God. And... 
the Lord dealt with him there in a still small voice. And he asked Elijah, what are you doing here? Elijah said, I've been very jealous in serving the Lord. All of Israel has forsaken you, Lord. They have forsaken your covenant. They have cast down your altars. They've killed your prophets with the sword. And I'm the only one left, and now they're out to kill me. You can feel the discouragement in his answer to the Lord. Don't give in to discouragement today, ladies and gentlemen, because sooner or later it's, you're going to find yourself in a situation and it seems as though you're standing alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. Don't give in to that lie of the enemy. You're not alone. The Lord is with you. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. And even when Elijah had run some 480 miles off into the wilderness, God was still with him. Glory to God. God was still with him. Some of you today, you've climbed Fool's Mountain. You've done things. And God's not pleased with your actions and Satan uses that and he comes against you with that and he says you've gone too far you've sinned too much it's no use that's a lie because this book says that if we will confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness Glory to God. Where are you at, Elijah? Where are you at? Don't get discouraged when you find yourself in a situation and there's nobody standing with you. Don't get discouraged when you come here on Sunday morning and there's just a handful of people and you look around, there's more empty pews than there are people. Don't get discouraged. Don't give in to that discouragement because God had people that Elijah knew not of. He told Elijah, he said, I've got 7,000 in Israel that have not bowed the knee to Baal and kissed him. 7,000. Right now, you sit here this morning and you look around and you're like, well, where is everybody? Don't give in to that discouragement because God's got literally thousands of people out there in the world and they're listening to this broadcast right now by radio, by internet, by CD, and they're listening to it today because of your support and your prayers. God said, I got 7,000 of them out there. So don't give in to that discouragement. 7,000 people. Most of those people were up on top of Mount Carmel when the fire fell. 
upon Elijah's altar. And when they saw that fire fall, they said, The Lord, He is the God. The Lord, He is the God. When they saw that fire fall on the altar. Church, that right there is our purpose. To get the people outside these walls to see the fire of God fall upon the altar. That fire that fell upon Elijah's altar typified the coming cross and what Jesus would do for us at Calvary. Our purpose today is to get the world out here to see nothing else other than Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That's the purpose of the church. When the people saw it, they said, The Lord, He is the God. The Lord, He is the God. When we get the world out there to see Christ and Him crucified, then they can have a relationship with the only one true God. You cannot have a relationship with God through Buddha. You can't do it through Confucius. You can't do it through good works. You can only do it through and by the sacrifice. The only way to get to God is through Jesus Christ. The only way to get to Jesus Christ is through the cross. The only way to get to the cross is a denial of self. Jesus said, if you're going to come after me, you've got to deny yourself and take up the cross daily and follow me. The world out here has to see Christ and his great gift. When you look at the overall population of Israel of that day, 7,000 wasn't very many. Let me say that again. God said, I've got 7,000 in Israel that have not bowed the knee to Baal. But the overall population of Israel was way, way larger than 7,000. 7,000 was a small number compared to that overall figure. So in other words, it wasn't very many. In church, there never has been very many that were truly following the Lord. A lot of people talk about it, and they can talk a good game. But when the rubber meets the road, their life, does their lifestyle line up with what the book says? Are you hearing me? There's not very many. Never has been many. So I want you to get this in your mind this morning as I've tried to lay a little bit of foundation for the message. The numbers were weak. Thank God for the 7,000. But that number was weak compared to the overall population. Most of those people needed Elijah. They were encouraged. They were inspired by his prayer on Carmel and the fire fell upon it. They needed Elijah, but yet now Elijah has run off into the wilderness. Nowhere to be found. And it's at this time when the numbers were weak 
and the people were that were without a shepherd that the enemy attacked. You see, Satan always attacks you when you're at your weakest point and when you're the most vulnerable. 1 Kings 20 verse 1, the Bible says, Benadad, the king of Syria, gathered all his hosts together. And there were thirty and two kings with him. They had horses and chariots. And he went up and besieged Samaria and warred against it. Like I said, Satan's going to hit you when you're at your weakest and when you're the most vulnerable. And that's why it's so important for us to know where our weaknesses are. You wonder sometimes, Brother James, I'm being tempted to do this, I'm tempted to do that, and why is God allowing me to be tempted in such a fashion? Why is God allowing Satan and, 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 and the powers of darkness to come against me like this? I'll tell you why. He allows Satan to tempt because temptation shows you where your weaknesses are. And when you go to the Lord in prayer, you're to say, Lord, help me in this area. Lord, I'm weak in this area and I need you to help me here. Every single one of us in this room, me included, those of you in the parking lot, those of you listening by radio, the internet, CD, every single one of us have weaknesses. There are no super Christians. We all have weaknesses. And you had best better know where those weaknesses are and ask God to lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. From evil. Christians, we're in a war. As a Christian, you've got a target on your back. Because the devil's scared of you. And he's afraid that what you have on the inside of you is going to come out and cause him damage. So he attacks you. He hits you at your weakest and that's why Paul said in Ephesians 6, Julie, if you will, pull it up on the screen. Ephesians 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Because you can't be strong outside the Lord. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. The greatest demonstration of power the world has ever known is when Jesus Christ died on Calvary's cross. Because when Jesus died on Calvary, he defeated Satan. He defeated hell. He defeated sin. He defeated death. He defeated it all. Made a show of them openly, the Bible says. And when Jesus died on Calvary, it opened up the door for the most powerful force in all the universe to come into our hearts and lives and live. Power. 
Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. He said, put on the whole armor of God. When a person puts on a uniform, you can tell what they stand for. You can tell if they're in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. You can tell if they're a policeman or not. You can tell if they're a fireman or not. You can tell if they're EMS. The list goes on and on. Because of that uniform they put on. You know what they stand for. Folks, it's time for us to put on the whole armor of God and take a stand so that the world out here knows who we stand for as well. Put on the whole armor of God. It's not a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. As you take up the cross daily, place your faith in what he did and allowing the Holy Spirit to work on the inside and then it plays out in the physical, the outward. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The word wiles means methods, trickery. It means that the devil is lying in wait for you. The Bible says that he goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. The Lord told Peter, he said, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Pray that you enter not into temptation. You just need to be aware that your enemy is there and don't give in to the enemy he said for we wrestle not ephesians 6 verse 12 we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places satan attacks you in the battlefield of your mind and friend, let me tell you, he has really stepped it up since 2020. Folks out here have just completely lost their minds. Fear. Lies. The whole COVID thing. But a lot of people have lost their minds today because of sin. Sin. They want to do whatever they, whatever they want to do. They've laid all restraint aside. I'm going to do what I want to do. And they have just lost their minds. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4. The Bible says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. It's not man-made. But it's mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. We're to take into captivity every thought that goes against what the Word of God says. How do I do that, Brother James? You stop thinking about it. 
Paul told us what to think on. What everything's a good and honest and of a good report. Think on these things. That Satan's going to attack you in the battlefield of your mind. He sends little messages to you. And you start thinking about it. And it just seems so plausible because you look at your circumstances and it really looks like what he's telling you is going to come to pass. Benadad sent messengers to Ahab and said, Your silver and your gold, your wives and children, even the good list, are mine. Satan attacks your mind with thoughts like that. He tells you you're not going to make it. Financially, you're not going to make it. Your children are going to die and go to hell. He hits you with everything in the world. Don't listen to those lies. Don't give in to the enemy. He tells you if you keep on with this Christian stuff, you're not going to get that promotion. You're going to lose your house. You're going to lose your car. You're going to lose everything. Don't give in to the enemy and believe those lies. Believe what the Word of God says. The Word of God says that you're the head and not the tail. The Word of God says that He'll supply all of your needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. The Word of God says you're healed. By His stripes, I am healed. That's what the book says. Don't be like Ahab and give in to the enemy. He said, My Lord, O King, 1 Kings 20, verse 4, my Lord, O King, according to thy saying, I am thine and all that I have. What in the world was he thinking? He was doing it to save himself. Maybe he was doing this to save the people. But you don't give in to the enemy to save somebody. If you give the devil an inch, he'll be a ruler. How many people today... Give in and said, oh, I can drink just a little bit. Now they're a full-blown alcoholic. How many people today took one puff of that joint and now they're an, an, a drug addict? You can't give in to the enemy. You can't give in to sin. You can't give in to the devil and think you're going to get away with it. That's where that hook is at and he'll get you every time until you're devoured. He give in to a Benadad. And in verse 6, Benadad said, I'm going to send my servants to thee tomorrow about this time. They're going to search your house, the houses of your servants, and whatsoever is pleasant in thine eyes, they're going to put it in their hand and take it away. In other words, he's going to send his servants in, and they were going to totally wreck the place. And my friend, that's exactly what Satan does. If you give in to the enemy just a little bit, he'll completely tear apart and wreck and take everything you got. You cannot give in to the enemy. So finally, Ahab does something that makes some sense. The Bible says that he called all the elders together. And he told them, we all need 
some good, solid, biblical advice. That's why it's important for you to come to church on Sunday morning. Because you need good, solid, scriptural advice. And that's what I try to give you. Amen. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. It's hard to find nowadays. But Ahab told those elders what was going on. And they said unto him, 1 Kings 20 verse 8, Hearken not unto him nor consent. In other words, don't give in to the enemy. Don't give in to the enemy. Well, Brother James, you don't understand. The Syrian army, is it, he's got hundreds of thousands of soldiers, and, and we've only got a handful. We're no match against such an army. My friend, with God, all things are possible. One plus God is enough one plus God is enough don't give in to the enemy if the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message just give us a call or text us at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252-299-4234. This program is an outreach ministry of friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, as well depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com, click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And every Sunday morning we have Sunday school starting at 9 o'clock and worship service at 10, as well as Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are broadcast to the parking lot for those of you who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.